Welcome to the Spiritually Inspired Podcast. I'm Sarah Ray, writer and intuitive, bringing you weekly astrology forecasts, tarot card readings, and magical musings so you can easily integrate your own unique style of spirituality into your daily life. You can find the episode show notes, copies of my books, free downloads, and lots more at spirituallyinspired.co. Enjoy the show. Hello, mystics. Thank you for tuning into episode 33 of the podcast. I always look forward to having you joining me each Friday. I've got another crystal deep dive for you this week. It's pyrite. This crystal is gorgeous, it's versatile, and it's great for beginners and novices alike. Coming up in this week's astrology forecast, there is the Sun squaring Pluto, Jupiter and Mercury going direct, Mars trying Jupiter, the Aries full moon, Mars squaring Pluto, and the Sun moving into Scorpio and out of Libra. So we'll get into the specifics of these shifts here in just a minute, but if you want more day-to-day -day astrology updates, be sure to follow me on Instagram because I'm always sharing cosmic energy news over there. My handle is just at spirit underscore inspo. Um, find me on Instagram for daily astrology updates here. Um, of course, you'll still always get your weekly astrology updates overall, but if you want more honed in for the day, be sure to follow me there, and I can't wait to see you over there. In other updates this week, uh, yesterday I posted a video on YouTube that was all about my spiritual birthing experience. I had my baby girl about eight months ago now, and I wanted to share my birthing story. It was a medication-free birth, and I tell the hemophobic-friendly version of the story, mostly because I'm a hemophobe and I don't like blood and I'm very squeamish and I didn't want to focus on the medical aspects of the birth story. I wanted to focus more on the spiritual takeaways that I had from it and just the incredible experience that it was overall. So if that sounds interesting to, interesting to you, you can find me on YouTube under Spiritually Inspired or follow the links in the show notes as always. By the way, I post videos every week. Um, I post video versions of the podcast. I post other bonus videos. So if you haven't already subscribed, be sure to do so if you don't want to miss out on those things. Weekly astrology for October 17th through the 23rd, 2021. So coming up on, in this week's astrology forecast, we have the Sun squaring Pluto, Jupiter and Mercury going direct, Mars trying Jupiter, the Aries full moon, Mars squaring Pluto, and the Sun moving out of Libra and into Scorpio. That is a lot of significant energy shifts happening this week. The urge to be really snappy and filled with attitude is strong this week, but do resist that urge because confrontations you face will likely backfire, so just try to bite your tongue. Don't be so snippy. And also take a moment to not be so judgmental of other people, especially if you're into astrology and you're really familiar with it and you find out what type of sign they are, don't be so quick to judge them based on solely that information. Instead, just take a moment and pause and consider what you're about to say or what you're about to do before you actually do it. That is going to take you really far and I don't want you to find yourself in a sticky situation just because you couldn't really resist the urge to hold your tongue this week. So keep that in mind. 
Tuesday is going to be a great day this week. We got a lot of things going on. We got Jupiter and Mercury both leaving retrograde and it will feel like we're finally waking up. Mercury only went retrograde a few weeks ago and Jupiter has been in retrograde for several months now, but with both of these going direct on the same day, it's going to feel like ah, we finally can breathe again. And I don't know about you, but I've been experiencing so many technical difficulties since Mercury has been in retrograde this time. Everyone at work, uh, my personal computers, my phones, all the stuff, nothing has been working properly. So I kind of hope that with Mercury re retrograde ending that these things sort of stop happening, but we'll see. Um, and it's, uh, we're, we're likely going to be covering a lot of ground this week. We're going to be gaining a lot of momentum really quickly with both of these major planets, these really active planets going direct. We're going to be feeling like things are finally starting to click. We're going to be feeling like certain things are finally starting to make sense. That progress is finally being made and it's not being so slow anymore. And clear communication will be a lot easier because Mercury is the planet of communication which uh, since it's been in retrograde, but it might have been kind of hard to like communicate in general with all people, but especially in your personal relationships, just be on the lookout of any opportunities you have to better communicate what it is that you've been struggling to communicate over the last few weeks. And there's also going to be a sense of getting really big, really fast on this on Tuesday, because it's a significant day this week in astrology. The intensity of Mars will be influencing whatever brings you the most joy when it trines Jupiter. And because Jupiter is no longer going to be in retrograde, it's trining Mars at the same time, we're going to have this extreme explosion of happiness and joy and optimism and it's going to be very intense it doesn't sound like it would be really intense and not in a negative way it'll just be more like whoa i feel amazing today and i feel like i can do whatever it is that i want to do and excel at it and that's true so take advantage of this energy so the aries full moon is on october 20th and this is going to be a great day for being assertive and giving yourself permission to be who you really are give yourself permission to take up space to finally stand up for yourself and stand your ground as well like don't just kind of be like oh this is what i think okay i'm done no today is going to be a great day for finally getting your voice heard and make sure you're stepping into where you're meant to be both professionally and personally we're going to be guided during this full moon to ditch the notion of perfectionism that's another big uh, quality trait of Aries is that they really like to be perfect and if it's not perfect it's either not worth doing or it's not even possible to ever be perfect. It's kind of a interesting frame of mind, but this isn't serving anybody. And you know this, especially if you've been following me for a while, you know that perfectionism is hurting you way more than it's helping you. So use this full moon to release the idea of perfectionism because you're already perfect. And the fact that you aren't doing things perfectly the first time is in itself perfect. Super meta, but there it is. <laughs> Also be on the lookout for things that feel like they're calling for closure. Sometimes it's kind of hard to release things when they don't feel complete, but if you can do so safely, do try to gain closure, whether that is forgiveness, whether that's acceptance or professional help, or maybe self-expression in some way, do what you can to get closure because of the full moon's innate energy of releasing, wanting to find something 
that can help you release whatever it is that's holding you back will be really nice this full moon. And I already have a blog post that talks about the importance of forgiveness. And I already talk have a blog post and a video that's about how to release things at the full moon. So if you need more help with those specific areas, just be sure to explore the show notes below. Things are probably going to feel really rushed and tense at work this week. There's this sense of unpredictability and impending doom in the business world. Look for balance between all these different moving pieces and be ready to embrace change when it inevitably comes, especially towards the end of the week. With any new ideas, and especially new ideas that require leaving behind old stagnant ways, just kind of embrace those and encourage your coworkers or your team to do the same because it will ultimately be a lot better in the end for everybody involved because you are given the opportunity to rebuild, but at the same time, there's going to be a lot of resistance. Like these people aren't going to want to rebuild, but they're gonna be kind of forced to do so because the change is, is gonna happen. So be a leader and be a catalyst for this change and support in any way that you can in a gentle way because it's not gonna feel gentle on the outside. And resist the urge to confront people when there's a sense of a power struggle. Again, this is another thing that is probably going to backfire if you try to do that. So just just don't. This week is not the week to do that. Okay, and we have the sun moving out of airy Libra and into watery Scorpio on the 23rd of October. And this is a time to reinvent yourself. It's the season of rebirth and the witch's new year is happening and, it's, and all the seasons are changing. And this is just the time of year where it's just time to begin anew, especially with your inner world. We might already be doing this naturally. It's kind of an innate intuitive thing that we all do this time of year is to kind of reborn, be reborn ourselves and rebirth ourselves, I should say, not reborn, <laughs> rebirth ourselves and kind of move away from what wasn't working before, especially in our inner world and embrace what is actually more in alignment with who we truly are meant to be and what our values are. Are you brave enough, willing enough, and interested enough to embrace the darker side of life? Are you ready to plunge into the depths of your subconscious? Because that's what Scorpio season is all about. Scorpio loves the darkness. Scorpio loves to see what's behind the curtains and peel back all the layers. And this is why it's such good energy to reinvent yourselves because the layers and the curtains and the masks and all these other metaphors are really just covering up what's actually deep within what our true self is. And that true self may seem a little vulnerable, may be a little wounded, but Scorpio is ready to tackle that energy, make it better and bring it out into the light. Um, so be aware of that over the coming weeks and fearlessly pursue that darkness because it will ultimately make your life brighter, ironically. So that is your astrology forecast for October 17th through the 23rd, 2021. Be sure to tune in every week on Sundays on YouTube for your weekly astrology forecast. And if you want daily astrology updates and other cosmic news, follow me on Instagram at, at spirit underscore inspo. I'll see you there. Let's talk about the magic of pyrite, otherwise known as fool's gold. Pyrite is incredibly powerful and really beautiful and it's a really active energy. I love the way pyrite sparkles in the sunlight and it also sparkles without any sunlight. So it's just inherently a really bright and happy stone. Any metaphysical store will have pyrite and it's really easy to find. It's not usually faked, so you can almost guarantee that it's a real piece of pyrite when you come across one. 
So Pyrite is probably most well known for bringing good luck, if you believe in such a thing, wealth and prosperity. The vibration of this crystal is really high yet really grounding. It's really similar to Tiger's Eye in this way and those two have a lot of similar properties and I wouldn't recommend pairing them together but they do share a lot of good qualities. So Pyrite is a bringer of abundance, it also enhances the energy of any space, and it also is really motivating and driving us to work towards our own abundance. Pyrite is excellent for manifesting, so even if you're not purposefully trying to manifest abundance into your life, Pyrite is really good at attracting high vibe energies and restoring the high vibes in your aura which is what ultimately will help you attract good things into your life. It also acts as an energetic shield, so it's also very protective. Use a stone to kind of help yourself against psychic and physical and energetic harm. When we talk about psychic attacks or like energetic attacks, this sort of thing, it's mostly when people are just being really negative towards you. They're either directing negative energy towards you specifically, or they just kind of are energy vampires and they're just kind of hard to be around in general. So Pyrite is really good to use in these sorts of situations because it will protect your energy and it will keep you high vibe even if everyone else around you is pretty low vibe. Pyrite is also really good at helping us connect with our higher selves and with our intuition and kind of bringing that knowledge back into our body and down to ground into the earth so we can use it in a really practical way. Other crystals that are really good at connecting with our higher consciousness kind of stay up here in the higher consciousness, well, Pyrite will be like, oh, here's the information, Whoop, here it is in your body, ready to use it. So that's why it's really good at manifesting because it, it kind of tinkers up here and then it brings it into the earth and makes it so that your energy is reflecting what it is that you're trying to attract. So this is a really great stone to work with if you're trying to cultivate a more positive mental mindset, especially if it relates to your relationship with money and your feelings of security and even creativity too. And if you're really highly sensitive to energies and to other people's energies, Pyrite is really good to keep on hand because it will keep your energy cleansed and working well, but also protect you against other people's energies. So pyrite connects really strongly with the root and the sacral chakras and the solar plexus too a little bit because it does enhance creativity. Just all the lower chakras are really good for pyrite. These relate to vitality and manifestation and there's also a sense of that's where our abundance mindset comes from and where our relationship with material goods of the earth come from in our lower chakras. So if that's something that you're working to improve or something that is kind of hard for you to live with, reach for pyrite because it will help balance and open up these chakras. Pyrite also resonates really well with the fire element of energy, which means it also relates really well with the fire signs of the zodiac wheel. This is a stone that helps us feel empowered and it helps us feel prepared and it also makes us feel safe and comfortable and reminds us of our worth so that we can accept the abundance and the whatever manifestation we're working on into our lives and makes us feel safe. This is a really great stone to keep in your home office or your workspace. It can keep the energy high, but it also attracts financial abundance, especially when it comes to business. And it also keeps you passionate about what you're doing and it makes you feel empowered and creative to problem solve, to come up with new strategies and do all the wonderful things that you're doing in your career. So Pyrite has the nickname of Fool's Gold and how it got this name is a little malicious and I do want to bring it up because history is interesting to me in general but I also want you to understand the importance of ethical mining when it comes to being a crystal enthusiast. A lot of gold miners and sellers 
would mine out a cave almost completely of gold. So what they would do instead is that they would place pyrite within the, within the um, cavern and especially right at the front so other people would come and think that they have found gold because it does look like gold. And because there was no gold left, they would just kind of pay the miners or whoever owned the cave and then they would leave with fake gold and the um, miner was was profiting off of lying and scamming people in that way. But luckily for the most part, this specific practice is pretty much non-existent today. A lot of people can clearly see the difference now between pyrite and actual gold. First off, gold doesn't really come in big chunks the way pyrite does. It doesn't form in a cubic shape the way gold or pyrite does. So this practice is pretty much eradicated. However, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't disregard the fact that ethical mining is really important when it comes to crystals. We need to, just with, actually with anything else, like who, who's doing the work, how much are they getting paid, who is profiting, where does it come from, what are their working conditions, like all these things are really important to consider in all areas of consumerism, but especially with mining of crystals, because these are jewels of the earth that we're pulling from the earth, and it's a really dangerous thing to be doing, to be going out into caves and pulling rocks, and there's always the risk of cave-ins and collapse, and you can assume that they're not getting paid really well, and there's a lot of slave activity involved. So you can always ask your crystal store owner that you're visiting where their stones came from. If they're reputable and if they care about what they're doing, they will be able to answer that question for you. So just keep that in mind because you vote with your money. And if you're supporting unethical practices, you're telling that the world and the universe that you're okay with this sort of bad thing and it could potentially affect your karma. So just keep that in mind. So if you wanted to use crystal healing as a complementary form to physical healing and with your other med medicinal practices, pyrite would be really good to use in treating any sort of viral infection. It kind of helps dissipate that energy that it consists of the virus and kind of makes it go away a little bit. But do remember that these are only complementary uh, therapies. They're not meant to replace Western medicine. And I'm never gonna advocate that you forget about Western medicine because that is really important but it focuses a lot more on treating the symptoms and not always the underlying causes. And when you work in conjunction with medicine and with energy medicine, you can get better results a lot faster if you're doing it properly. So if you wanted to use pyrite to treat your viral infections, you certainly can. Um, it's also really good for healing lung disorders such as bronchitis or maybe asthma. It's really good at opening up this energy here so you can better breathe and, and be more uh, vital or have more vitality <laughs> and, and those sorts of energies that you're looking to replace. It's really good for um, helping to purify the energy in the body, but specifically in like the liver area or any other organs that are meant to, or kidneys that are meant to cleanse the body naturally. You can use pyrite to work with these organs and kind of help them perform at their best if you choose. Mentally speaking, pyrite is also really good at helping to relieve anxiety for some people. It is really high vibe, so it might not work for everybody, but it is a good place to start if you're not really sure how to treat your anxiety or if you don't wanna just go from 100 miles an hour to zero miles an hour. If that's not working for you, I would try pyrite because it can kind of help you get out of your own head and kind of back down to a more steady, safe, stable foundation. If you have any suggestions for other crystal deep dive videos and segments on my podcast, please do leave me a comment below, send me an email at sarahray at spirituallyinspired.co or slide into my DMs on Instagram at spirit underscore inspo. I would love to know what crystals you wanted to learn more about. 
Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and if you did, you might also enjoy previous episodes, all of which are available on your favorite podcast app and YouTube. Find the show notes, copies of my books, free downloads, and lots more at spirituallyinspired.co. Namaste.